Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by Cheez-It and Pringles. Hey, Hoops fans, do you want to play in a game with some of today's biggest stars with Charles Barkley or Shaq as your coach? Well, Pringles and Cheez-It are bringing you that chance with the Celebrity Crunch Classic, all for the win sweepstakes. All you have to do is go vote for Team Cheez-It or Pringles at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com slash OSP. Visit us the site for more details. Pringles versus Cheez-It, pick a side, stock up, and go for the win. No purchase necessary. We are also brought to you by On Running. On is taking the running scene by storm as the fastest growing running brand in the world. Based around the radical idea of zero gravity running, On's clean and minimalistic design, as well as its sole technology, gives you the sensation of running on clouds. Try a pair of On's for yourself for 30 days and put them to the test. That means actually running in them before you decide to keep at on-running.com slash shining. That's on-running.com slash shining. I wore my, my On's uh, on Sunday. And You're on it I, I did. I, I ran nine miles, not to brag. I ran. Okay, so I ran three miles. Why? I walked four miles. Who are you running from? So here's what happened. In LA I, traffic, that seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I went running. I went running and I got lost. And then I was like, this will be fun. I'll get to explore more of LA and I'll get to like see stuff. And I was like close to like stuff going on. So I was on like La Brea or it's something. It's the Gump approach. Just yeah. And then I was like, I was like, ooh, that little shop looks interesting. So I kind of kept jogging. And then at one point, I had my phone with me, thankfully. And I thought about getting an Uber. And then at one point, I looked down and I was like, fuck, I'm a long way from home. I'm going to try to make it back. And then I got like halfway back. And at this point, I was just walking and I was just hungry and <laughs> I was dying. You're also in Gardena. And my back's like, fall, my back hurts. But uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Any, You're going to yeah, need the back know, guy very back. soon. Yeah. Together but we'll long go. story short, uh, I love my pair of ons. That's the, the reason I ran that much. I put the ons on, just started running. It felt great. It was fantastic. And uh, and then nine miles later, I was like, where am I? I got out of a taxi <laughs> last night, got home, walked inside. First thing I saw, my box of own running shoes. My shoes ooh, are coming ooh, tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. I got a Beautiful. bad They're fantastic. They're Very excited. Uh, I also want to plug our shirts again. Uh, I got an email today from the folks at Homage. Uh, if, if you're new to the program, we we made Friends of the Program t-shirts. We were selling them through Homage, the, the greatest t-shirt company in America. Uh, I, I've known those guys forever. We're friends with them. Um, they sent us an email, Tate. We currently have, this is true, we have the second highest selling shirt of the year on Amish.com right now. Mm. Friends of the program. Calendar year 2019? Is that yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. We'll take it. We'll take it's it. March. It's we're March. Already, uh, we're March. a third of the way in. I've always thought that silver, was, the way in. silver yeah. was always a good spot to be in. You know, not well, the pressure of a gold situation. The only not shirt, quite it. They said the only shirt that sold more is the Ohio State Rose Bowl Champs shirt that they made. Oh, so, that doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, come on. Of course it was going to sell more. But, uh, Help it, we, we got to beat that though. Let's go for it. Um, so if if you want a shirt, uh, help us out. It's it's not just for for you know we're we're not trying to stroke our own egos here that you support us. Uh, we're we're starting the scholarship. To Maybe the Club if, it's Foundation. if you don't support Urban Meyer's Rose Bowl. Yeah, win, there you go. Yeah, yeah. If you're not shirt. Ohio, like listen, yes. I'm an Ohio State fan. If you're obviously. a Michigan fan. Yes. Buy our shirt. Yes. <laughs> if you don't want to, so if you hate Ohio State football. Buy our shirts. Yes. But if also if you like Ohio State football like I do, also buy the shirt. Um, but go to Homage. Uh, uh, it's the Friends of the Program shirt. Um, the money, we, we the proceeds are going, is going to the, the scholarship I'm starting, the Club Trillion Foundation, uh, which uh, we're putting the finishing touches on that website. It'll be live hopefully next Monday by Selection Sunday, like the day after Selection Sunday is the hope. So uh, keep an eye on that. But uh, go go to the go to Homage, enter promo code NOTDEBLER, get your 20% off, help us out, get a cool shirt, uh, and then help us take over Homage. Help us be the number one seller on Homage. That would be awesome. Uh, Tate, we have a lot of stuff to get to. Yes. It so is, many things. Uh, you went to North Carolina Duke game. I got back. I got immersed. Yeah. That's what I needed to do. I mean, when you're out in Los Angeles, it's hard to be a part of the college basketball culture. 
I went home to North Carolina. I got in the mist. I got in the middle of it all. Heard everything. Heard about Zion. Heard about mm. Duke. Heard about K. Heard about Carolina. Heard about NC State. Heard about RPI. Heard about Net. Mm-hmm. Heard about Tony Bennett. Heard and, about everyone. And while you were away, the the bag men came out and played. Uh, yes. We have we have a Hollywood scandal to talk about. Have they ever we not have, played? I know. That's the question. We, we just, have, we're now watching. We have Cal State Northridge to talk about. Our guy, oh! our guy Mark Godfrey and Kyle's guy getting named. Uh, uh, what Big West, a bunch of stuff. Yes. A bunch of everything. Stuff. Yes. Uh, there is so much to get to. We are going to do our best to get through it all. But first, and Becky. All right, it is Tuesday. Uh, it is the Tuesday after daylight savings. We had to spring our clocks forward. Tate was uh, almost late. Is that how it works, though? That is how it works. Tate was almost late to the podcast recording, Kyle. But he would have been early. He would have been early, yeah. It, it really messes me up. Daylight savings really messes me up on, on how it all works. We, we need a... Can I say... I know this isn't an original idea, but I'm really honestly shocked that we have not had a daylight savings movie yet. Like a major... Like a stoner movie. Mm-hmm. Um this feels like a stone. Like I, I know I'm not the first to come up with this idea, so don't don't tweet at me and tell me that you had this idea as well. I'm just saying, um, I'm really shocked that the movie has not come out where like a guy commits a murder and it's the fall, right? Where like there's the overlap. Fall where it's back. like it's yes. like so it's like two a.m. twice. Mm-hmm. It's like a guy commits a murder at like two a.m., but then he also like in the next hour like goes somewhere and has receipts that say I was here at two a.m. So I couldn't have committed that murder. The lost hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that feels great name. Or like in the spring, we have a movie where like a guy, the hour jumps ahead. So then a guy like sets up some algorithm where he- I'm he, sprung. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Where he robs a bank, maybe? Like in Y2, like a set, set it in Y2K, there's a glitch in the software and you program like a transaction to happen at like 2 a.m., 2.30, but it never is 2.30 because like once it hits two, it jumps to three. And then like the whole bank glitches and you make a million dollars. Do you know a huge part of the U.S. debt is about us preparing, <laughs> yeah. preparing for Y2K and all oh, the yeah. prep for yeah. it? We spent all this money and then nothing happened, which I think is uh, so awesome. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, daylight savings time. Uh, it happened. Uh, let's talk about basketball, though. Um, we typically on Tuesdays start with good guy. We do our good guys or mm-hmm. bad guys. Uh, this is one of the, the heaviest bad guy episodes we have seen in some time. There's so much to talk about. And my proposal to you is this, that we switch it up. Now, if we switch it up, we will talk about the bad guys. That'll probably put the Duke Carolina talk at the end. Yes. Is that what you want, Tate? I'm, I'm putting the ball in your court. You're no, the one who's happy. It's, just like the rest of the nine. national media. If North Carolina wins the game, it doesn't put, count. put it in the back. <laughs> put it in the back. You know, we'll talk. We'll get to it. But first, what's going on with the Lakers? You know what yeah. I mean? Let, let, let's, go, let's put that at the top of the show. Uh, so, yeah. We'll Zion, do it. is we'll, he coming back? Yeah, we'll do what everyone else is doing. Uh, a Zion less. Does, that, does the Carolina win count? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Get the brooms um, up. All right. Well, let's do bad guys in. We're, let's do. We're gonna switch it up. We we are doing bad guys first, and then we will get to uh, our our good guy picks of the week. Um, there are many choices. Yes, I, I, will, will, I, I will give you the floor. I will say that we we both you know usually give our bad guys good guys the night before, so we send them to each other. It's a nice little way to get the recipe together to see what you know, so we don't step on each other's toes. Basically, mm-hmm. you have already given me a bad guy. I walked in today, and you had a name on the tip of your tongue, mm-hmm. and. I, didn't, I need to call an audible on my bad guy. So I'll, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do my honorable mention who, as of two hours ago, this was going to be my bad guy, was Sean Miller, who uh, th- their, their final game of the season at McHale Center, they, they lose to Arizona State. Sean Miller gives a speech to the crowd after the game, 
grabs the microphone, is is touched that all the fans stuck around to watch his <laughs> shitty team get their ass kicked to the rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives a speech. It wasn't a goodbye speech, though. It was not a goodbye speech. He made it clear that it was Very not a good spy, yes. goodbye speech. But he also said, it has been an amazing honor to coach in the McHale Center for the last 10 years. Thank you for everything. But it wasn't a goodbye yeah, speech. but he's not leaving. He's not leaving. He'll be back. There's he'll, no, he'll be on that mic again. There's no reason he's leaving. Um, but the, the the bag part of this, beyond like all the past that we know about Sean Miller, release the tapes, Mark. Mm. Um, beyond all that, there was also this. So he does this. It's it's he, he makes the speech on Saturday, I believe. He didn't clarify till Monday in his press conference that uh, this was not a goodbye speech. And the day between, on on Sunday, my guy, my favorite recruit, I think the guy, the, the one recruit I've been most excited about. Nico. Nico Mannion. I, I can't remember a recruit I've been more excited about in my life than this guy. He tweets on Sunday, after being at McHale and seeing firsthand all the fan support, as well as the great conversation with Coach Miller, I'm more excited than ever to be a Wildcat. So what was this conversation? What happened between Sean Miller saying goodbye, basically, to the fans, then he meets with Nico Mannion, his, his star recruit, and then the next day, he's like, it wasn't a goodbye speech. Connect those dots for me. Release those tapes. That's what I want to hear. He also said he's pointing the finger at himself. And we're like, Sean, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sean, you get it. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. No, no more partial responsibility. This is actual full responsibility. But he also is saying, there is no sorry. There is no goodbye. I am here. I am ready. And I think Nico just went to him and was like, that was an amazing speech. Yeah. And he also said, you know, losing to your rival, that was a small part of the night. Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> Wait, what? No, that's the main point. We're trying to win these games, to win Sean. Game, Sean. Come on. This is this is all set up for winning. This is what we want. This is a player's program. Sean, this is the frustration. You're cheating your balls off and not winning. Well, maybe not going to final four. Maybe he had heard otherwise that maybe Nico was gonna, you know, yeah, pull out possibly. Do a Sharif so, one, so once he got the the guarantee that he's coming, he's like, yeah. "Well, look, we got we a five star. Look, yeah. look at my number one class." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, what else do you the, want from me? They do have the number one class, though. That is true, and I love Nico Mannion. I hope he does get Arizona because I'd be, I would be hard. He's from Arizona. It would be heartbreaking if Nico Mannion. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like the, the, everything in Arizona blows up, and then he goes to <laughs> some shitty school. I do like this, Sean and, Miller. You have to take context into consideration at yeah. all times. Yeah. That is pretty much the thesis of this podcast. Yeah, I almost, I almost picked a shitty school. By the way, I'm glad I didn't. I almost said. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. I almost, I was, I was almost going to give an example of a school I didn't want Nico Manning to go to, but then uh, I'm going to play it smart and Chicago not have those fans. State. <laughs> I'm going to have not have those fans uh, yell at me. Anyway, Sean Miller is not my pick. He was my pick, mm-hmm. but then I woke up this morning. I was driving in, getting ready for this, whatever, uh, and news broke. And um, listen, I'm not breaking the news on this podcast. It is currently the number one trending topic on Twitter. Aunt Becky is a bag mom. Mm. A uh, Full House fame, for those house. that don't know, yes. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a bag, there's, there's a, a bag. bag. <laughs> uh, to get it dropped down to... And Becky. Yes. So the story is that, and and we, I should preface it again, I, I the story broke like an hour before we started recording. I tried to do my best to read the details. I There's probably more, by the time you guys are listening to this, there's probably more out there. So if I sound like an idiot, uh, it's par for the course anyway, but uh, that that's why. Um... Here's here's the one detail I found with Aunt Becky. Uh, she she apparently was was giving USC five hundred thousand dollars for the USC. She was paying bribes to the USC crew coach, save the crew, uh, the USC rowing coach, basically. Yes. To <laughs> pre- crew pre- yes. crew <laughs> to pretend. <laughs> Uh, why don't they just call it rowing? Yeah, I don't know. They just want to be a part of yeah. a gang, but yeah, a gang's too harsh. So, so crew, crew sounds better. Yeah, <laughs> posse. <laughs> LeBron's like writing them a letter. Like, 
How dare you say crew? <laughs> crew is a white with, people's posse. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, with paddles. <laughs> uh, so she she pays like the US USC to fake recruit her daughter onto the crew team. <laughs> this is this is what I I gathered. So her daughter by being like a, a, a athlete recruit, mm-hmm. then the standards get dropped. So spoiler alert: if you're an athlete, suddenly your SAT doesn't have to be as good to get into the school. So then the standards get dropped. USC allows her in, and then when she gets in, the crew coach doesn't actually put her on the crew team because she's not actually a good athlete. That was the story basically. And there, she paid five hundred grand and um, just to get her daughters in. And Felicity Huffman was also. And that's why when we heard this. that DeAndre Aiden got paid a hundred thousand dollars, we all laughed. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. Lori Laughlin's out here just saying, "My daughter five hundred grand. Five hundred grand. Are you fucking kidding me? By like, just what?" <laughs> Like why? Why does she need to go to USC? This is my question. If you're, I know USC is a good school, but the point of going to a good school is to make a connection, to get your foot in the door, to to have an opportunity. And if you're Aunt Becky, if you're Aunt Becky's daughter, you already have that opportunity. Yes. You could go to Devry. <laughs> you could. Go, I mean, what's Damos like, doing? You go, yeah. go, go, go. You, you can do Deimos. anything. Yeah, like you don't need you don't need the USC connection or just just like. Or just be one of those guys that like goes to a, a community college in LA, but then just goes to USC's campus all the time and is like always around USC. You could still like get the USC experience without being a student there. You can still go to parties and all yeah, that shit. It's called live downtown. Yeah, I don't understand this. The five, this is a bad investment. Is get what I'm LAFC saying. tickets. This is a very bad investment by Aunt Becky. Uh, Five hundred thousand dollars for this is is not worth it. And it wasn't just Aunt Becky. Here's the yeah, here's, here's, here's the headline. Actresses Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman among 40 charged in college exam cheating plot. Yeah. This is this a sting operation? This is a sting yeah. operation. The FBI has got <laughs> yeah. some, They got them again. Release the tapes. <laughs> First the basketball coaches, now the actors. I mean, who's next? I mean, can you say Desperate Housewives? This is, yeah. this is real. Felicity Huffman. This is literally desperate. This, this is, is literally this is desperate. desperate. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Why did, uh, isn't she married to William H. Macy? Yes. Like, how did he get off the hook in this? I don't know, but it's shameless. <laughs> ah. Nice, uh, I th- but I think uh, Aunt Becky. The reason I think people are making a bigger deal about Aunt Becky beyond the the perfect opportunity because she use, was the perfect mom, you know, yeah. in our minds. She was she still was great. And, and, yeah, oh man, she's, and it's a great opportunity to use Full House gifts on Twitter. Mm. I'm seeing a lot of that. A lot of cut it out. A lot of uh, <laughs> have the, mercy, Aunt, Uncle Jesse's have mercy. The, the USC admissions office, you got it, dude. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Did I ever tell you that uh, one of my one of my b- running bits in life? Uh, I, I don't really want to say it because in case anybody we know, no, no one listens to this shit. No, um, I was gonna say, <laughs> in case anybody we know listens to this, because I, I love doing this bit on people, um, especially people that don't really know me. Uh, I, I've been doing this for a few years, where uh, I will tell personal stories from my life, and they're just uh, it's just the plot of Full House. It's just the, <laughs> it's just the whole plot of Full House. It's just like so I'll be at a party and someone will start talking, and then whatever, whatever. And then they'll say something. I'll be like, yeah, that's like, uh, you know, my, my uncle actually works in broadcasting. And they're like, mm. no kidding. And I was like, yeah, his name's Danny. He, uh, he has a show. He, he moved out to San Francisco, um, after his wife died. Uh, and I, I, I just go on and I do this whole thing and it's a great bit. And then I, and then as soon as I drop the dog comment and then they're like, oh, I see what you're doing here. That's oh. funny. So yeah, oh, that's funny. So I just want to let you know, I'm funny sometimes in real life. I appreciate that <laughs> because I will say this, uh, San Francisco, it's not quite, you know, what it looks like in the show necessarily. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're beautiful house sitting on the hill. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I was confused by. But I did go to the house, the real house, the full yeah. house. Yeah. I mean, it's a house. 
Go to go. What is it? Hayden Ashbury, where all the the hippies hang out. Yeah, and, where yeah. Charles Manson yeah. is hanging they out. Should, yeah. They should have had a scene of that. <laughs> that's, where, that's where you should go. They should have had a scene of that at Full House. <laughs> where Michelle's like walking. That would have been Bob. That would have been Bob Saget, <laughs> not Danny Tanner. He's like, he's, yeah. he's, he's like, I'm not method right now. I'm oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! The uh, who would have thought going into this episode with so much in the college basketball know, world that we'd be this March, deep in we're, full house? We're, we're we're five days away from Selection Sunday. We're talking about Felicity Huffman and Aunt Becky, but rightfully so. That's what we. That, this is our brand. Our brand is not college basketball, really. The people know this. Our brand is bag dropping. Yeah. yeah, we're college basketball adjacent. Um, our band is bag dropping, and you can't you can't beat this. A sting operation involving Hollywood with the bag moms. It's great. So that that Aunt Becky, you are my bag mom of the week. Congratulations. And I will point out, uh, Rick Singer, the guy that was taking mm-hmm. the test for all of them, he was getting paid fifteen thousand dollars between fifteen thousand dollars and seventy five thousand dollars per test that he was taking. <sighs> mm. What if? Is, <laughs> what What are we doing? Yeah, this let's is go crazy. take these no tests shit, for these dude. kids. No shit. We all got degrees, right? It can't be that. Would you get on? Would you get on your SAT? What to yeah. the world? Do, do you want to say it? Do you want to say it? I mean, I don't know because okay. people will get offended. Yeah. What? What is? Here's a good question. Here's a here's a philosophical. Maybe we can discuss this off there. What is like the way to answer that question? To where? Because if you say too high, everyone's like fucking nerd. Uh, if you say too low, it's you're an idiot. Well, I just I say my writing score now is. because I was in a different generation, so I had three. So I, I did too. Oh yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah. I had three. So what? seven, yeah. seven, ten, right? Three what? Yes. Three what? I took Three the ACT. Parts. I was too scared Kyle, of the SAT. They have this thing called the SAT. Yeah, I know. I took the ACT. ACT. I uh, didn't take the SAT. I was scared. <laughs> oh, I took the ACT too. Did, did right, Aunt, we should have hooked up Aunt Becky? Uncle, <laughs> did Uncle Bill take your <laughs> ACT? Oh <for>? uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, it was actually Bob Saget that took it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went to Potsdam. <laughs> did uh, did Aunt Becky take Derek Rose's SAT? Makes you think. Oh, makes you think. Connect let's, the dots. Release the tapes. Let's go to VCU um, and figure it out. All right, let's let's move on. That that is that is a fun story. I, I I really hope like nothing juicier comes out. Of it. I I have a feeling like as soon as we get done recording the pod, there's going to be like another development in that. And I guess we'll just add to the end. But uh, that's what we know right now is Aunt Becky and Felicity Huffman and a handful of other people. We'll keep our eyes yeah, on. We'll them. keep. We'll monitor yeah, the situation. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, closely monitor it. And now I'm going to get to my bad guy mm-hmm. because speaking of ending podcasts and having things happen, we ended our last podcast with a promise. We said we're going to go yes. to Cal State Northridge. <laughs> we're going to see Lamine Janae. We're mm-hmm. going to take Cal 18 miles up the road to his we're favorite see place. If Mark to watch Godfrey his favorite player. unbuttons another button on his shirt because, yes. like, I feel like he was slowly. Just letting the chest air breathe a little bit on the sidelines. He's tanned. He's got so the, we have to be honest. Yeah. We get in our car. We're driving up there. And as we're driving, the FBI stops us. And they mm-hmm. say, excuse sir, me, sir. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're going to need to turn around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he's been linked to payments. Yes. The Godfather. What? Wait, what? what? Wait, what? No, no way. There's no way this is possible. No. Are, are you to sure? Whom? <laughs> Mark Godfrey? And he says Junior Smith. And then we're like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> whip around. Uh, but Mark Godfrey, a man that we wanted to see on Thursday, but in reality, there was just too much traffic. We weren't going to be able to make it on time because Kyle, Kyle was working yeah. hard for the Bill Simmons podcast. That is what happened. We, we were going to fake, we were going to pretend like we actually went and lie. And then the uh, Cal State Northridge <laughs> Twitter account us. put us on blast. You, and missed, was like, a good you one. missed a good game. Yeah, boys. put us on blast. And yeah, also, like, oh, shit. but now we have the perfect. Fall guy yeah, situation fall guy, yeah. where we go. Schleybach told us that there yeah. were payments and they were we caught we were wind linked. of this. Yes, and like not to say that we are the feds or the federales or know anything about what the FBI is up to, but we did know this was coming down. So now we look better because could you imagine? As expected, yeah, 
the story comes out and we're taking pictures with God yeah, three. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're not hosting the three on three anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People think that we're paying these yeah. kids. Like Lamine Janae is like a plant by us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, Gottfried is now officially a bad guy. He is the only coach uh, that we know for sure that was, he said, you know what? I'm Frank Lucas. Cut out the middleman. I'm taking these payments directly to the kid. Yeah. Most people had, you know, right. someone else do it. He was like, I'm putting He's the money school, in the envelope. Dude. He yeah. puts it in a fucking envelope and has his, has his coaches delivered. Like, you can't get more old and school on the, than that. And on the said, not cash for yeah. Dennis Smith. <laughs> wink, wink. I mean, my goodness. And then he puts in parentheses, it actually is cash. Like, in really small letters. But it actually but is seriously, cash. it is cash. Just so you know. You if can I... count it, 40000 uh, So Mark Gottfried is, uh, according to sources, which are my favorite uh, people in the world, the sources are saying he's directly linked to payments to Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, this is something we sort of knew about initially when the Christian Dawkins expense reports came out that this is a thing that could be real. Um, and now it is officially real. And now Mark Gottfried, a man that I really wanted to go to UCLA to bring Jim Herrick and bring back uh, just everything that Sam Gilbert He still hasn't said no to UCLA. Still hasn't said no. And UCLA, I mean, who's to say what they will do? They haven't Um, said no to him. The it's Godfather. on the table. Yeah. I mean, and and as now, is he the face of scandals now? <laughs> like, I hope so. Like, Will Wade has been replaced by Mark Godfrey. I don't know. I mean, this is the first scandal that Godfrey's ever been involved in. You're right. That's that, right. You know, he definitely has One never had. <laughs> One and done. He definitely did not leave Alabama under suspicious circumstances. <laughs> Jim Herrick, uh, after he saw yeah, the don't, report, don't, he uh, went to him and he said, uh, only 40000 Yeah, That's a good deal. I thought you were about to make a joke about the Alabama situation. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. Don't no, do that. No, don't no, do no. That. I don't. What are you talking about? Yeah, what, yeah. Wait, no, what? No, 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 what? What? Yeah. He coached Alabama. Uh, uh, I I found that so I'm reading the Schleybach article as you do. This is my this is my go to source. Mm. It, my my operation works like this. I let the Holy Trinity break the news. Yes, the Holy Trinity of Yahoo with a gavel. Yep. They they I see the gavel. Knock knock. There's brand Schleybach sp- spanking new news. Uh, so I, I let them break the news. But then when I want the real analysis, I go to ESPN. I get it from Schleybach. Uh, so I'm always reading his articles, and he he dropped this little nugget. In his article about Godfrey, he said, four days after the Matadors hired Godfrey, NC State officials released a grand jury subpoena uh, about the whole Dennis Smith thing and Godfrey. And I just wanted to call, uh, I just want to remind everybody of that because it's so perfect that Cal State North retired this guy four days, like a- they after four days after they hired him, he was basically implicated in all the FBI shit. And I also want to call to everyone's attention that Cal State Northridge's mascot is the Matadors. Mm-hmm. And it's my understanding that a matador is someone who like basically tricks people and you put up, you put up like a sheet. <laughs> and my people like, eat me bulls. <laughs> yeah. You trick bulls and you're like, run over here, gotcha, bitch. And you pull the, the curtain away real yes. quick. And I feel like that's appropriate for what's going on in Mark Godfrey's life. So He's doing the dance. Uh, yeah. yeah, he is running around the ring. He, is, he has got the red cape. <laughs> and boy, is Superman at full display at this point. And he's got the best player in the conference who's a freshman. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he got uh, out there and got the best just, player of the conference in the snap of a figure. Just a good wow. recruiter, man. The guy <laughs> puts in the work. Uh, but the Godfather in general, I'm just happy that he's back in our lives and he's being discussed as he should be, which is like in this in this realm, you know, because you can't be called the Godfather and not run right. things in, yeah. in the seedy underworld. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's got to. I, I think we were talking about with Will Wade. Godfrey just got to just lean into it. that. He's the guy. Yes. I think Will Wade, we wanted him to be the guy because he was younger and we could use a young guy to lean in and, and just say, fuck you all. I paid him and I liked it. Um, 
It's got to be Godfrey. It's got to be Godfrey because he's got the right demeanor. Like, yeah. Sean Miller's just almost confused, but also you're like, of course, Sean. Yeah. Will Wade is just too young. And Sean like is naive. monotone. Sean, to, yeah. his, to his credit, Sean Miller is great in press conferences because he just kind of like, he does that like kind of, it almost like a Ron Swanson yeah. scowl where he's like mm-hmm. kind of got his, his brow. Did you really furrowed. just say that? Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, he's got that demeanor that's just, Straight and I never have. And but I Godfrey, never will. Godfrey comes in just swinging dick, and he's got he's got his shoulders bouncing, and he's got like a pinky ring he's on. He's shooting and his, McGavin, he's man. Like, he's, like, he's, like, hey. he's like firing guns <laughs> at the media guys. He's like excited that he's caught up in scandal because now he's going to be on TV a lot. And he's like, y'all talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we can get him on this podcast. There's no doubt, oh, Mahadi. Come on, absolutely. He probably like slap one of us in the back of the head or something. <laughs> but it'd be a lot of fun. I like you boys. I like you. Straight shooters. Call it like you see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. This is the best sport on earth. Can you believe that there are people that don't follow this shit? It's oh, unbelievable. People follow the NBA. And all it Do you did- think the NBA has drama? It's like, oh my God, Russell Westbrook said this, and Kevin Durant liked this Instagram post. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> they're out there with the FBI trying to max. Yes, literally the FBI. It doesn't get better than this. It's a crime movie. <laughs> it <doesn't> get- <laughs> it's a syndicate. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, God. Do we have anything else no, on the bad are, guys? We got to move on. Those are all great bad guys uh, uh, in general, especially the bag moms. Yeah, the bag moms. Shout God bless you moms. all. You're doing the Lord's work out there. Uh, let's move on to good guys because we got we got to talk about the Duke Carolina game. Um, <laughs> we we And I have a feeling, I mean, my I'll start with my own good guy. Uh, my good guy is Mike Krzyzewski. Spoiler oh. alert. Uh, also a bad guy. From, See, from time you're time. breaking the rule because what? Mike Krzyzewski cannot be a good guy. Because he's not a good guy. Yes. But he is a, he's a leader of men. He created the Brotherhood. He's the architect of the Brotherhood. He's a leader of men. He's. Um, I want to hear why he's a good guy, <laughs> and I may agree with you. Okay, here's why he's a good guy. Uh, Mike Shashevsky held Zion out of the North Carolina game. So you're playing in your you're playing your rivals. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're you're going on the road. I'm already. I'm already <laughs> you're already laughing. No, you're, you're like you're messing up my train of thought here. You're already laughing. Uh, Mike Shashevsky. We we already we bro- we broke the story that that Zion Williamson was on phase four of his four phase four phase recovery. Yes, right. This was what a week ago, a week and a half ago. How many more phases are there? Four phases, the new four corners. The guy is healthy. He pretty clearly was never really that hurt in the first place. Um, I don't know. I, As we reported yeah. here on this podcast, yes. yes. Show release the MRIs. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's really hurt, release the MRIs. Uh, Zion is 100 percent healthy. There's no question in my mind. And. You're going into Carolina. It's a big game. You're trying to preserve the one Huge seed. Game. You're trying to not get swept by your rivals. Uh, it's the greatest rivalry in college basketball, or it used to be. I don't know. Is Kentucky <laughs> Louisville better? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm asking questions. I'm not saying. I don't have an opinion. Um, Papa John says yes. And Mike Shashevsky <laughs> says we are going to sit out. We're going to make Zion sit out. He's still not ready, uh, but he should be back for the ACC tournament. And then Duke proceeds to get swept. So that is why he's my good guy. He purposely is looking after. It's not about this year, Tate. Like for you, I understand because you're short sighted, you're immature. For you, it's like oh, I want Carolina to win national titles. For Coach K, it's about his guys. Um, I guess I'm crossing streams here with with Cal. What, what, what's, it's about the brotherhood. It's about his helping bros. helping his bros, <laughs> my bros, achieve their <laughs> dreams, bros. go to the NBA. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Zion could jeopardize millions of dollars <laughs> if he plays. If he's currently unpaid. He's an unpaid student athlete, and they're making billions off of his hard work, and he could lose millions of dollars if he turns his ankle in this game. So that's why Coach K is my good guy, because uh, he, he he knows what it's about. It's not about this game against North Carolina. It's about the game that matters most, the game of life. 
Coach K doesn't remember who was on the 2008 Duke team. <laughs> I don't remember who was on the 2008 Duke team. Exactly. So, anyways, good guy. I agree with none of that. But I also, <laughs> I also agree with the fact that he was being a good guy because what Coach K did in this game, and I will tell you this, we came on this podcast last time and I didn't scoop anything, but I said I had been told that Zion was shut down. We went back and forth. We barred back and forth. But who told you? So when I that's what we want to know. So, sources was it sources? Sources. Okay, all right. Uh, so when I landed in North Carolina, the same person that told me that Zion was shut down for the rest of the season texted me uh-huh. and said Zion is playing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and not only did he do that, another source of mine in the North Carolina camp texted me and said Zion is playing tomorrow. Tomorrow being the Carolina. This game. is Friday yeah. when I landed yeah. in North Carolina. So I get off a plane. I just watch, you know, I can't. I think I watched Shrek on the plane, and I think I watched Dead Poet Society. You know, I had a great plane ride. Wasn't thinking about college basketball. Just happy to get home. Uh, landed. I get that text. And I'm like, I'm gonna look like such an asshole <laughs> <laughs> because these people have lied to me. I've been. Both these people had told me prior, so I know that someone le- someone. Found out you got played. I got no. Well, they were trying to play me back the other way. They're trying to oh, get you got me double played. They're trying to get me to say. Now he is going to play, which is a show that I can't be trusted. So I don't put mm. anything out because I'm like, there's no way that Zion's going to play goes in this all the game. Way to the top. Because Zion is, there's just no way. There's just, he did no <laughs> contact practice. Mm-hmm. Like everything's checking out. K wants it to be out there. So I'm thinking this coming from K. So I don't, I don't bite. I don't bite on the bait. Mm-hmm. Keep living my life. Go to the game. Zion walks out. He's got the collared shirt on. He walks out with K as if he is the, the coach now with K. Like they're two together. Like, mm-hmm. okay, perfect. Not going to happen. Praise be. Zion's done. And then I think to myself, Coach K knows that they're going to lose this game. So the entire game, he is being Coach K on camera. Coach K is clapping down at his team. Coach K, Mm. the only thing that he did that was very Coach K was getting Marcus Bolden. He wouldn't let him join the huddle after he got hurt. He was like, sit down there. Yeah. You you lost the game for us. You did. Not not Zion, you did. How frustrating is it that we couldn't get a good angle on the Marcus Bolden thing? Oh, I mean, on the actual, know. when he went know. down, that, I mean, I saw it. Does that make me, like, sick that I wanted to see, like, his knee explode? But I just kind of want to see, like, what actually happened, because, uh, I don't know. The, the Duke managers were holding up the towels. We couldn't see. They were holding um, up the towels. You couldn't but no, see. Like, no, you, you, yeah, you, you didn't watch it on TV. I didn't think about that. Uh, the, the, they, like, didn't get a good replay. Like, we saw that he hit the the stanchion, the basket stanchion, like the Paul George situation. Um, but you couldn't see, like, where his leg really bent and how it all, like, was it hyperextended? Did it, like, turn, whatever? Or at least I couldn't. When I was watching the game, I could. I don't know if like new videos come out or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I, I never really got like a good look at what happened. But here's why Coach K is a good guy. The first game when Zion goes down, Roy Williams goes up to him, is like, "I hope Zion." And then Coach K's already walked by him. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and everyone, everyone in North Carolina media roasted K. Mm-hmm. They're just like, I mean, for this guy to be the quote unquote goat to to do something like that, you know, we expect more out of K. Yada yada yada. So 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 K goes in this game saying. I'm going to be on my best behavior. I know we're going to lose the game. I know Zion's mm-hmm. going to come back for the tournament. Okay, so it goes in this game. Afterwards, he, like, shakes Roy's hand for a long time, like, congratulates him on his players. In the press conference, mm-hmm. he's like, and Kobe, I mean, just amazing. 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 He just kept shooting, and he kept going in. I don't know what to do. Just in a second. It's like, yeah, you got down 15 because Kobe White. Uh, so he was on his best behavior because he knew that he was answering for the original. Like he was tipped right. when Zion went down in that first game. This game was just for him to 
basically say Zion didn't play. This is a wash. It doesn't count in my mind. Right. Uh, he even right. when he was asked about Bolden going down, he was like, nothing compared to what Zion losses to this team. Um, <laughs> he literally said that. Like he was like, it wasn't that big of a loss for us. Like we we don't have Zion. He just kept bringing that back up, yeah. let it be known. And then every single headline is. He'll sweep Zion less Duke. You know what mm. I mean? This is what Kay wants. He controlled the media. He got a nice handshake in. Everyone after the game, even the Duke fans in front of me were very nice. They're like, you guys are a good team this year. Yeah. And like, they're just trying to play like the good job, little brother. Are we sure you it's know, a rivalry? Good job. Like, good for you guys. You know, I, I mean, obviously if the number one pick had uh, played, it'd probably be different. But so Kay did that and that was a very good guy move. You he's know? Also a good guy move is, uh, I was saying he's pr- protecting Zion's draft, draft stock. Um, he was helping out R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish's draft stock, letting them shoot a combined 50 shots. <laughs> How about R.J. There's Barrett? There's also that. That's a good guy move. It's just like, yeah, go shoot as many times as you want, guys. The the Duke family in front of us from Goldsboro, at one point when Kobe was making all the shots, Kobe White is from Goldsboro as well. Mm-hmm. They just started pulling for Kobe White. <laughs> <laughs> they just started pulling for him. And then I asked the dad, I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Like, what about this? And he was like, unfortunately, like, we don't really know many of the guys on, you know, the Duke teams anymore. It's not like it used to be. He's like, we love Zion. But it's like, because it's it's just so different now. Like, you know, it's like Jason Garrett's there to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sit behind the bench, like with his arms crossed, yeah. just clapping, you know. So let's talk about the game a little bit. Okay. Uh, Carolina wins. Kobe, Kobe White. You have the same enthusiasm as everyone in the national. I know. I really do. Carolina Uh, gets another win. I don't know who's on their team. I don't know what next. Um, (laughs) Kobe White has twenty-one. Kenny Williams. Could you? uh, They were giving him a lot of praise. Shulman and Billis were. Were they were all over? They haven't watched Carolina play. I guess. But okay. Okay, because I was going to say, as as someone in the arena, did you? Were were you impressed with Kenny Williams? Kenny Williams Barrett dropping eighteen points, six rebounds. Pretty good game, Tate. You're a Kenny Williams hater. You hate the seniors no, on this team. No, 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 you, no. You're I on record. Seniors. Love the seniors. You're on record. You said, Kyle, play the clip. I hate the f- seniors on Carolina this year. They're so bad. Wow. So there it is. There um, it is. You, you you said that. You've been saying that all year. Uh, defend defend <laughs> your defend your your thoughts on the seniors now that the seniors played really well against. Derek. I'm gonna take a charge right now, and I will say <laughs> the reason that Kenny like after the game, R.J. Barrett is just basically praising Kenny. Also, R.J. Barrett very unaffected. Yeah. He's like, I got mine. Yeah, uh, I took 27 shots. Uh, you know, everything's going pretty well. Scored for 26 me. though. <laughs> <laughs> like it's pretty cool. Uh, I thought that Kenny Williams guy had a pretty good game, and the reason that Kenny Williams had a great game was he kept them in the game by hitting threes, which he hasn't been able to do all season long. He mm-hmm. took charges on R.J. Barrett made a great block at the end of the game to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people, you know, we were all, I was astounded by, but it was because R.J. Barrett had just done the exact same move mm-hmm. and hit a three to cut it 75-70 at that point. And so all that I have to say is people were very upset that he wasn't first team all defense. Kenny oh, Williams, Jay, Jay Billis tweeted this. He, he did that. It's wrong. It's wrong. And people, people are showing me. It's, it's wrong. That it's Kenny wrong. Will, <laughs> and no, it's wrong. No one that has watched Carolina all season the ACC is thinking that Kenny Williams <sighs> should be first-team all-defense. Granted, in this game, he did play like yeah. a first-team all-defender. He was great against R.J. Barrett. But we all know that R.J. Barrett's going to shoot the ball every single possession. True. We all know that R.J. Barrett's going to go left pretty much every single possession. So Kenny Williams had a nice scouting report. That is true. And, I didn't think about that. And he used... What he what he used against RJ Bears was Duke has used forever until about 2012, which is take the charge because I'm the lesser player uh-huh. at this point, and I'm going to get the call because of that. 
because every official that's TV Teddy, all TV Teddy want to do is yeah, run down there and call did, a charge. He does want to call charges. Yeah. And he was on Team Carolina all night. I don't know if what has changed since Joel Berry. Ever since he turned his back on Joel yep. Berry, TV Teddy has gone from the dark side to the light side. He was Team Carolina. In fact, he didn't even want to be next to K because he was like, I don't want to get tempted. You know, I don't want to get tempted yeah, to go yeah. back to the dark side. He was on the other side of the court calling those charges. So Kenny Williams was getting all the charge calls. He got, I think it was one time he didn't get it late in the game when Duke was making a little run mm-hmm. um, that he was upset about. But he had a great game shooting the ball which was a good sign for Carolina. But Cam Johnson is the real star of this team. You've, you've always liked him. I'll be fair. You, you have always liked him. He's it's a 6'9", more, it's six more nine Luke Reggie and Kenny. You've, you've always hated Luke. <laughs> you've been so-so on Kenny, and you've loved Cam. That's my analysis. You can you can refute it if you want. I'm just saying that's that's been my take on how you talk about these guys. I'm just saying Cam Johnson driving to the basket is, <laughs> is what you want to see, and that's what he's been doing lately for Carolina. Kenny Williams played well in this game, got a lot of publicity, but Kobe White, can we just talk about Please. the— I was on the BS podcast, Kyle. You remember this. I was there. Uh, and Bill asked me, what Give did me- you guys say about me on that podcast? By the way, I had all these people oh, come up dude. to me. I was like, he brought oh, up your God. Instagram. Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> and I, gotta, I just, I just I gotta, nodded along. I gotta talk. I gotta talk yeah. to him today. Yeah, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, and then he, he literally said, Titus, you're a Cavs fan. And then Kyle looked at me and started <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking laser beamed yeah. right at him. He's <laughs> like, Titus, let's talk about LeBron. You're a Cavs fan. I was like, uh. <laughs> dude, I'm a Cavs fan after that fight last oh. night. <laughs> um, what was, what was I say? Oh, Bill asked me, uh. uh Give me one guy that I don't know about that I will watch in the NCAA tournament and I will fall in love with. And I said, Kobe White. It's 100% Kobe White. You're going to love this guy. And then the very next game that Kobe White plays in, he does this, which is, you know, scores 21 points. Goes, leads, yeah. leads, the, leads the Tar Heels over Duke. And the the fun part about that game was, is basically Trey Jones who picks up full court and his, his entire career is going to be, I'm a pest. Uh, and that's what he was doing to Kobe White in the first game, shutting him. Kobe White breaks free of that in this game, uh-huh. finally snaps out of it, has the big moment, uh, plays really well. Second team, all ACC, thought he shouldn't be first team, but everybody can't be first team. Was excited that Cam Johnson was first team. But we got to talk about Dickie the- V would make everyone first team if he could. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I want to put a warning out there. a travesty, there. baby. Justin Robinson, what would he yeah. take me without him? It's like, uh, Dickie, he didn't play all yeah. year. <laughs> just a heads up to all of America. Um, it's going to happen on Selection Sunday when Dickie V is losing his mind that Belmont didn't make it in, and and then also like Furman, Bel- Dickie V always thinks that eighty four teams should make it into the sixty eight team tournament. <laughs> I so. think it's going to be Furman <laughs> this year, the one he loses yeah. his mind because yeah. it's it's right on cue. For yeah, it's a, yeah, it is kind of always it's always either a little guy or one of his buddies that's a coach like Jim Beheim because <laughs> Syracuse is always on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the times that they don't make it, he loses his mind for his boys. Used to be Beheim. Greenberg back in the day. Yeah, or Greenberg. Um, and if it's not them, it's always like a little guy. Because as, as I brought up the other day, like I mean, the day you fly, as I get the first four, yeah. why can't they play at home? <laughs> it's the easiest. It's the it's, it's the easiest move if you're in our profession is mm-hmm. to just defend the little guys and just be like, I personally think <laughs> IU and Ohio State. And I TCU think Towson should, should have made it. Yeah, and Towson should be in and you look at the year that Stony Brook had they belong in the NCAA tournament give them a chance you cowards um <laughs> all right do, do we even get to your good guy or are you just no we're still, yeah, we're still on this oh well my good guy was Zion fans because like I said I mean it was basically oh, it was the same sort of thing yeah they were, the they were being nice thing. to you guys they, they were, yeah. well they're just playing the little humble card which is like ah uh, you know wish Zion could have played not a rivalry you guys. well I think honestly the greatest thing that came out of all of this and it's sort of similar with Kyrie even though it, it's even better with Zion is that we all wanted Zion to come to North Carolina as North Carolina recruiters as North Carolina people as North Carolina mm-hmm. fans we wanted Zion we wanted him to wear 12 like Phil Ford did he did not come. 
He didn't went to the worst place he could go outside of North What was the 12th Carolina. thing about? That still bothers me that, like, well, Phil Danny, Ford. What Danny Ferry did to Marvin Bagley. It's like, you can but, wear Okay, I understand that, but, like, Zion obviously isn't married to number 12 because no, he'd be wearing it at Duke, right? Well, they wouldn't let him wear 12, I don't think. Is it retired? Who wore number 12 at Duke? David Henderson from Henderson. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's not retired, but uh, I don't know. But when they get their number one recruit, they make them wear number one, like Harry Giles wore number one. Oh, that's just what it is. Okay. I think it's a Nike deal. Yeah. I think it's part of their contract. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, so we lose Zion, and then he decides to basically bow out of both these games because he doesn't want to play against his favorite team, North Carolina, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So but Zion, there is a third game coming. Do you think so? I don't think so. I think North Carolina will lose to Louisville or Duke will Ooh, lose to Syracuse. Interesting. I don't think they're going to get a third. I don't think they're going to get a third game because K doesn't want a third game. I will say that it does. As someone who watches the Carolina Duke thing from afar, and um, you know, growing up, I always remember. I I, I was very into the rivalry because I like college basketball. So uh, I do remember being a little kid and always fleshing out the NCAA tournament and the ACC tournament where Duke and Carolina are going to play again, and yeah. it almost never ever happens. Mm-hmm. Even when it's like so obvious that it's going to happen. It never happens. So if it happens this time, though, same thing happened in 2017. North Carolina lost to Duke in the AC tournament after uh, going one and one in the regular season, and then guess what? They won the national championship. That is true. The last time that North Carolina swept Duke in the regular season, Kyle, 2009. I, I shouldn't have they said they won it. the national championship. Let me let me back up. By the way, I shouldn't have said because people are going to lose their minds. They, I shouldn't have said it 12. never happens. It's just that when it hap- it never happens when I like really really want it to happen. It never happens. Like it, they'll play. Do you really want it. To they'll happen? play the ACC tournament. They obviously have played before in the ACC tournament. Um, they played two years ago, like you said. But uh, like I really want it to happen this year. You don't want it to happen. You've already swept them. You want to put that in your back pocket and just be like, we have that. For you know all what year. I want to happen? Yeah. I want Zion to play against Syracuse. The, the, they win that game. Carolina beats Louisville, and then when Zion has to play against Carolina, he sits out again. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Is that like his, he plays his, the one game and then he's like, a little it sore. feels a little sore. Yeah, yeah, we woke up this morning, a little tightness. Yeah, that'd be uh, amazing. K throws the game. We downgraded from, from, from it for the NCAA tournament. <laughs> we downgraded it from phase six back to phase four. That would that would mean the honestly K the way he handled this game with Zion would say it hurt the rivalry um, overall. What about the the one seed talk? Uh, the uh, uh, so so Gonzaga and Virginia locks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people are trying to throw in. So this is Kyle guy. We get, we just brought up Virginia. Is this the Kyle guy segment? Let's take a break. We'll we'll get into the Kyle guy <laughs> segment, and then we'll because uh, yeah, we we need to take a break anyway. We'll take a break. We'll get into Kyle guy. We'll talk about the one seeds. Mm. We'll talk about whatever else. We, we got to talk about Kyle's guy. We have to talk about Kyle's guy right after this. All right, before we get to the Kyle Guy segment, I want to talk to the friend of the program about the Black Tux. Weddings can have 99 problems, but the groom's look shouldn't be one. I like that. That's why the BlackTux.com designs rental suits and tuxedos that you'll love. So even if you end up getting featured on a list of 23 epic wedding fails, at least you'll look good for your close-up. The Black Tux has an easy online ordering process that brings your suit or tuxedo straight to you. Pick a style at theblacktux.com and request a free home try-on so you can feel the fit and quality before you commit. The Black Tux also has showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. From there, they'll ship your order two weeks before your wedding so you can check it one last time. With over 5,000 five-star reviews, you won't find a rental experience or designs like the ones you'll find at the Black Tux. And folks, this is not just for weddings, Tate. You can get you can use the Black Tux for anything. We are using it for the Final Four this year. We are, again, wearing tuxedos. We are dropping bags. We also have a surprise. I'm going to tease it. Uh, we are exploring a different costume for final a, a, an outfit for final four weekend to go with the tux 
I'm just going to tease it. You're going to want to watch the three-on-three thing. You're going to be, you're going to want to watch what we're up to. We, we have shenanigans planned. Let's put it that way, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Let us judge the dunk contest, by the way. Tweet at, I found out, uh, tweet at college, the, the, the account is at college slam. Tweet, I'm not, I'm not telling people to tweet at them, but if you tweet at college tweet slam. Tweet at them, I'm not telling them to tweet, but tweet If you them. tweet at college slam and call them cowards and tell them to let us judge the dunk contest, uh, I can't stop you, so so do that. Anyway, rent your suit or tuxedo at theblacktux.com and enjoy $20 off with Code Shining. That's theblacktux.com, Code Shining for $20 off your purchase. And that's not all, folks. We are also brought to you by the hit Showtime series, Billions. That's how much Lori Laughlin paid to get her children to school at USC. <laughs> Starring Emmy Award winners Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis, everything changes this season when enemies become allies as longtime rivals Chuck Rhodes and Bobby Axelrod mm. are forced to work together to claw their way back on top. The scheming and sabotage will leave you guessing as they seek revenge on anyone and everyone who stand in their way. Sounds a lot like our sport, college mm. basketball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't miss a new season of Billions starting Sunday, March 17th. That is uh, Selection Sunday at 9 p.m. To get a free month of Showtime, go to Showtime com and enter code SHINING. This offer is for first-time subscribers only and expires on March 31st. Tristan Jass superfan Jim Cunningham was telling me the other day that he had an opportunity to date the daughter of the guy who is the inspiration for and I was like, cool, man, and you didn't? We could have done Great a lot story. of th- We all could have done a lot of things. <laughs> Alright, let's get to Kyle Guy. Virginia clinched another ACC championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Technically, they shared it with Carolina, but they beat Carolina. So, you know, connect the dots how you see fit, folks. A shared title, yes. But also, the ACC doesn't... This is always a thing, too, is like, the ACC people will yell at me whenever I talk about the ACC regular season title, and they will say, well, actually, actually, we don't award regular season titles. The only true ACC champion is whoever wins the ACC Those are tournament. called Duke fans. And then I tell... To. And yes. then I go... LOL, okay. <laughs> and then that shuts down that conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Virginia won the ACC. They have won four ACC regular season titles in the last six years, Tate. This is the best. They, they have finished They finished a regular season 28-2. and two. They finished their ACC record, what'd they go, uh, uh, to 16-2, uh, and two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they are 33-3 and three in the ACC in the last two seasons. It's like the best stretch since Duke in the late 90s. Um, yeah, it's and- all happening. And Tony Bennett wins Coach of the Year yet again. And Tony Bennett wins Coach of the Year. More Coach of the Year than Coach K, Roy Williams. I saw this picture. I don't know if you saw it of uh, Virginia's cutting down the nets, and there's a picture of Tony like looking up at his guys cutting down the nets, and it looks like he's like looking into the heavens, mm-hmm. and he just got a big smile on his face, and it's like, I don't know. It, it looks like a picture that could go on a dating profile, or like a not on like a profile, but like on a I don't know. It, it just looks like everything looks right. Maybe yeah. the background, like the background, the like it picture. just looks. Yeah. It just makes it look so wholesome. Yes. Like I just want to give them a hug and um, yeah, cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a piece, it's a piece of art. Yeah, I will say. Uh, does it concern you that they have? <laughs> We are the people that believe in manufactured uh, manufactured adversity uh, and being able to make things go down so you can climb back up out of a mm-hmm. hole. Tony Bennett, yet again, everything goes right. They're great in the ACC. They win the ACC. He wins Coach of the Year. Kyle Guy's great. It's Ty going Jerome's too well. A, it's, mm. I'm just saying when is the – because the first sign of, of trouble can't be – in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Right, but I will say, no team has lost to a 16 seed two years in a row. So, <laughs> I think they're safe. Um, literally never happened, so I think they're okay. What um, would happen if that were to happen? Uh, what I, if Gardner-Webb uh, beat Virginia? 
If they lose, okay, so Virginia loses. If People's Virgi- heads would explode. It and really I, think, would. I don't think we could I think, talk I about I think Virginia. We, I don't think we again. could ever do the podcast. Because I would say again. we were the jinx at that point. Yeah. I think I think the podcast would end at that point. Because <laughs> I think. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I think we're just in it. Yeah. Just like Kyle would be getting a tattoo removal. <laughs> we would just like erase. We would just whitewash the whole thing and just pretend like this never happened. None of the pods ever happened. We're deleting them from the internet. Please delete. Just teed up. Is there. <laughs> yeah, teed up is the uh, all they did in the archive. Um, I do think I'm 100% serious. I, I'm, I'm already dreading um, doing interviews on other shows after the bracket comes out. Because I know it's the same thing. We, we we made jokes about this last year. Is like as soon as the bracket comes out, we're like circus monkeys. People wheel us out, and they're like, "Give us some picks. Who do you like? Uh, whatever." <laughs> I'm already dreading this because I know I'm gonna have the same conversation with people where I, where I say, "I think Virginia might win the national title. I think it's Virginia and Gonzaga are the two best teams." Mm. Um, and Gonzaga is really good, but I am a little worried about the WCC being like they have not been tested, and you know they're they're wiping the floor with people. But I don't know. I'm kind of a, but Virginia. My God, they are so good. They they are versatile. I, I love Virginia, and then they're going to go, are you aware that they lost to a 16 seed last year? And then I'm going to have the exact same conversation. Um, but I do think Virginia is different. I think this. I genuinely believe, not only is this the best Virginia team that they've had, maybe not the best, like, let me rephrase it. Because, like, the, the Justin Anderson, Malcolm Brogdon team was really, really good. 2015, yeah. Like, that team was really good. Um, this is, like, this feels the most versatile team because of, like, DeAndre Hunter can do... Th- he's he's the guy. He can do... Th- we, well, they we, need a basket. We talked about that after yep. the game in Cameron when Virgi- it was basically just isolation. And it was like, this is what the game has become. And Virginia's like, cool, we're going to hang in the game because we have DeAndre Hunter. We'll just give him the ball and he can go one-on-one. And they haven't had that before. Um, so, in that regard, I feel like they're best suited for the NCAA tournament. I feel like this is sort of a down year in college basketball. And um, I believe in Virginia like I never have before. And I've said that every year. But uh, I, I genuinely mean it this time. And if they lose, then I'll probably say it again next year. Because they're going to bring a lot of guys back and be really good. It'll be the same thing. And they'll just run it right back. And that's why uh, a lot of people, I will say, I mean, Virginia and North Carolina, the South's oldest rivalry, as it's called, mm. has been very civil for quite some time. And this Tony Bennett thing, winning coach of the year, but also losing to a 16 seed, being in, being immersed in, in the North Carolina, I mean, NC State fans feel this way, North Carolina fans, Duke fans, they're all turning on Virginia. Ooh, like they, interesting. They, they are becoming, you know, now people are like, all right, the little pretty boys up there are getting all the accolades from everyone mm-hmm. in the ACC media. It's but weird what, how they but, get but, accolades when but they, they lost to a 16 seed. But this is the whole point of uh, why we still defend Virginia and why we still defend like the 16th. Because like losing to the 16 did not make them a fraud. They wiped the floor with the best conference in college basketball. Mm. That's the that's always the caveat to the Virginia talk is that it's great. Make fun of them for losing to 16th seed. But what does that say about Duke and Carolina and NC State and all your other bum ass schools in the ACC? It says that they win titles. So if you're letting, how are you letting a team kick your ass all season that can't even beat a 16 seed? Because it's like the Toronto Raptors with Kyle Lowry. It's like we'll let you try hard the regular season, dude. But uh, once <laughs> we get coasting, a turn, yeah. So you're saying there's load management going on? Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, we're resting. You're it's managing this, it's, your loads. It's, it's the Spurs situation. <laughs> we're resting our guys. And then you're releasing your loads in the national title game. Is, yes. is how. <laughs> Um, as it pertains to Kyle Guy, he was named first team All ACC. Yes, excited about that. Along with, along with Kyle. DeAndre Hunter, two teammates, the only one of two teams in the ACC to have two guys on the first. Team. Let's be <laughs> quite honest. Kobe White should be on the first team All ACC. Do you think so? Yes. Hmm. 
A hundred percent. All right. So your Cam Johnson was on the first team. Yes, he was. So we have a good old fashioned who's the best player debate brewing at North Carolina. Is that what you're saying? Kobe White. <laughs> I agree with that actually. Of Co- course. Kobe is the best player at Carolina. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. like all these teams that the first team, second team, all that sort of stuff. I mean, do we really remember all this stuff? I mean, I guess we can go back in the archives and figure it out. And in Zion win ACC yeah, player yeah. of the year, even though he didn't Nobody play twenty five percent of the game. I mean, people were except getting, us probably. Probably, probably us. Probably I mean, we <laughs> care, but. You know, people were getting all upset in the local media. I'm listening to local radio. People were calling in, freaking out over the first team, second team. People were very upset that Virginia had two guys on the first team, but it's like they I'll won only the remember, league. So. I, only, I remember like the weird things. Like I brought it up a uh, couple shows ago about Jay Williams winning national player of the year, but Juan Dixon was ACC player of the year. Mm-hmm. I remember weird stuff like that like because it's that's notable that a guy would not win conference player of the year, but would, would win national player. National <laughs> player of the year is like the only one. Um, the, the Naismith Award is the only one that I kind of care about only because... Uh, it 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 forces you have to now consider that guy the best player in college basketball, and I don't necessarily want to do that. So that's the only one that I'm passionate about. Where it's like, I really want this to go to the actual best player. Yeah. So then that way I don't have to like. Well, I know he was named Naismith, but I actually think he's the best player, which is kind of what happened last year. Um, I, I so that's the that's like really the only award that I genuinely care about. The rest of them, it's like, eh, I felt like. I felt like Ethan. Ha- I don't actually feel this way, but just for example, I felt like Ethan Hap should have won Big Ten Player of the Year. But who gives a shit? That's kind of my <laughs> that's kind of my attitude towards all these awards. I feel that. I don't actually feel that way, by the way. Cassius Winston deserved it. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But we'll go talk ahead. about him in a little bit. But we should say, uh, AC tournament back to North Carolina. Been away for three years. We'll be in Charlotte this year. Should be a lot of fun. We'll be a lot of Hornets fans there. Michael Jordan will be there. Kyle Guy will be there. Has it been in Greensboro since Beheim had the Greensboro it, comments? It's back in Greensboro next year. <laughs> That'll be the first year since Beheim did the. I can't remember what Greensboro year, but thing. I was at that ACC Media Days when he said that, mm-hmm. and I remember laughing and everyone yeah. just looking at me like, well, "Who is this a hole?" Dave Fraser, nice to meet you. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Intern Tate. <laughs> Got any posters you need delivered? I'll deliver them for you. Posters, pizza, anything you need. 30 minutes or less. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Uh, Truly. All right, Kyle. Uh, one more note I had it written down right here. Tony Bennett still is nuts to know his UCLA job. <laughs> Just also want to throw that in, nice. in the Kyle guy segment. Uh, Kyle, your guy. Go uh, ahead. I watched we'll a lot of basketball floor. this weekend. Watched some with you, actually. Watched a couple games with you. Uh, it just There's no way around this. It's definitely Lamine Janae. Yes. I mean, redshirt freshman garnered top <laughs> honors as a Big West Player of the Year while also taking home the Freshman and Newcomer of the Year award. <laughs> it's it's not... Fre- wow. Newcomer. Freshman and Newcomer and Player of the Year. And that's three awards, guys. That's crazy. That's a sweep. That is... Wait for the Duffies. You get your fourth one, buddy. That's your guy. You're already calling it? That he's winning, he's got to. He's, he's gonna, got to. He's gonna win Kyle's game. I mean, who knows what happens? Lamine is a great name. Lamine is a great name. And Janae is an even better Janae. last name. I mean, it's just beautiful. Rolls off the tongue. Is he one and done though? That's the question. Especially with Godfrey uh, up in the. Uh, maybe Godfrey's not in trouble. Who knows? But I think um, he's done at Northridge. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he's transferring somewhere. No matter what, he's gonna he's gonna get Aunt Becky to cook the books and say that he's already <laughs> USC. Grad- he said that he's already graduated, so he can graduate transfer and play right away. USC. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, go to USC. Go on the crew. He's going to join the crew. Team. He can get like a blind sign thing going on. <laughs> yeah. Laurie Laughlin has donated a million dollars for Lamine Janae yeah. <laughs> to join the USC women's crew team. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, do we have Cal's guy? I, I didn't write anything down because I didn't give a shit this week. I would just say just Cal, Cal's guy is, at this point, I feel like Kentucky's become the de facto other number one seed, right? That's what everyone's well, sort of yeah, talking let, about. Let's do that. Let's do the one seed talk because mm-hmm. we didn't, uh, we said we would. Um, Kentucky, Tennessee lost to Auburn. Yes. At Auburn. 
Bruce Pearl's revenge. Mm-hmm. Nice moment. Sort of feel like Tennessee's blowing their chance at one seed. People think that, and when I say people, I mean like people who know more stuff than I, about this stuff than I do. So I'm the bracketologist. All that all the discussions seem to be saying that Tennessee's still in the running. There's there's a, a whoever survives the Kentucky Tennessee SEC turf. For some reason, LSU is kind of out on the one seed. I don't know if it's the Will Wade thing or the resume is not that good. <laughs> I haven't really paid that much of attention. I blame um, the net rankings. But That's LSU, blame the net. It's so funny because they're talking about Kentucky, Tennessee. LSU won the SEC outright, mm-hmm. beat both of those teams. And so, it's number 10 in the nation. Number 10 in the nation. I'm, I'm confused. Maybe they have a shot. But their coach is suspended. That's um, true. And yes. Uh, so SEC champion is good. Whoever comes out of that, let's, let's say all three of them are in the running. Uh, we have Michigan State is like kind of popping back in. Mm-hmm. After sweeping Michigan, um, they, they have some head-scratching losses along the way. Uh, we're swept by IU, which is weird. But um, I don't know. People are talking, because the Big Ten, a lot of people, like, it, the Big Ten is definitely the deepest conference in terms of the worst. Northwestern It could kick the, everyone's ass. I'll, take all the worst teams in the country in each of their conferences. Northwestern would kick all of the your asses. The Big Ten argument is yes. always, we yes. have depth. Yes, we have we're depth. We're not that bad at the so, bottom. So uh, some people <laughs> value that, and they think Michigan State winning that, if they win the Big Ten tournament, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. They deserve a one seed. Um, your thoughts? I do it by region. So the South okay. is taken care of, right? Virginia, number one in the South. Boom. Wait, they're they want to be in the East though, because the South is in uh, uh, the South is in Louisville, and the East is in DC. So they're okay. going to be in the East. Number one in the East is Virginia. Is Virginia number one in the West, West is, is Gonzaga. Gonzaga. So if we go to the, look at the South, it's basically Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina going for the one seed in the South. Mm-hmm. And then the Midwest is sort of the, I mean, will be Michigan State, North Carolina. I mean, those those are the, t- they're playing for two regions at this point. Right. Between those four schools. Yes. So it's a, whoever lasts longest and has the best run in the tournament, right? That's who's going to get those spots. So it'll probably be if Michigan State runs a table, wins a Big Ten, they're the number one in the Midwest, right? Right. And then if we look at the South, if Kentucky, Duke, Carolina, whoever has the best run in the tournament is probably going to get that number one seed. And then the two seed in the South is going to be basically a a, a 1B. A one, if we're going to do it by tiers, they're like a 1A, 1B I just situation. want to point out, I've, I said this when we were talking about Virginia a couple weeks ago, uh, Kentucky's probably going to the South, either as a 1 or a 2. I don't really know. But um, actually, they could go, like if Kentucky, if like Duke or Carolina gets the third one and they get the South and then Kentucky gets the Midwest, that mm-hmm. could happen. Um but Kentucky's probably going to the South, and that's a problem because they're, they're going playing to be playing in Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, it's a home game. So keep an eye on that. If you know, like as all these seeds shake out, is like whether Kentucky's a one or a two, they're probably going to be playing in Louisville, and that's horrifying if you're the one or the two. Also, but it in the sets South up for them. the perfect Champions Classic rematch where we get if Duke is the one seed in the South, if that all plays out, where Zion comes uh, back, they get the one seed in the South, and Kentucky's the two, two in the South, and then they oh, play God. in Louisville, and then they have all those Kentucky fans there, oh, God. and they're out for blood after what happened up in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. That will be that a would lot be of interesting. Fun. Yes. So, uh, as a North Carolina fan, how do you see uh, what what does Carolina need to do in your mind to get a one seed? What what would make you feel like going into Selection Sunday? Um, if Carolina is not a one seed, you're gonna you're gonna be Dick Vitale on this podcast. It's like we were hosed and all that. Yeah, it's like Michigan State gets upset, right? So that helps with like basically trying to knock out the Big Ten. So, you don't so do work. you think Carolina needs help? Do, like if Carolina, I mean, obviously if Carolina wins the ACC tournament, they're a one. Mm-hmm. But um, let's say Carolina loses to Virginia in the title game. Uh, are does it in your in your mind? I think if they make it a title enough? game, they're a one. Yes. Yeah. Do you think like if, if Carolina makes it to the title game, loses to Virginia, and then Michigan State wins their tournament, Kentucky wins their tournament? 
Um, I think the ACC is valued enough at this point yeah, that they would that give them the, the one, one seed over if they make it to the title. And if they Duke probably would. If they yeah. lose to Louisville and that's in the their first game they see tournament, and Duke loses to Syracuse in their first game, then I feel like the SEC yeah. Big Ten they bump up and They'll take bump that up, spot. Yeah. I think it's going to end up being three ACC teams. I think it's going to be Duke and Carolina, and um, and I think that that's why Coach K is not playing Zion, is because he's kind of dangling that carrot, and Zion is never going to play. He's never coming back. Uh, I've I've done a complete 180. This guy's fully healthy and he's not coming back. And they're saying he's going to come back for Thursday. I hope I'm wrong. I've been wrong every step of the way. So I'm now on the side of he's definitely not coming back in hopes that I'll be wrong again. Um, but I think there might be a little gamesmanship here of Coach K saying it. Yeah, he's coming back. Just give us the, go ahead and give there us the might one. Be. Just yeah, just give us give us give us the one. Just this go ahead and give us the one. Gamesmanship. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's always playing no. a different game. Oh, no. oh, that's right. He's okay. still up from Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what else we got to talk about? We, we should talk about the Michigan State-Michigan game a little bit. Okay. I don't know if you watched it. You probably did. didn't because you were not. busy uh, oh, I on was, Franklin Street. I was getting, driving getting back turned. home, getting back uh, yeah. to, to talk and rewatch. Was the Franklin Street game. hopping? Where's your spot? When you go back to campus, where, where's your spot? Do, dro- drop, the, drop the little references so all the Carolina fans listen. Like, hell, that's my guy. It's so funny because <laughs> so much stuff has changed. Like, p- places just oh, get yeah. removed all the time. But, I mean, IP3 is mm-hmm. uh, Italian pizzeria. Great place. He's Get not nice here. Pizza. I've been to that bar. Yeah, I'm not is a that, fan of he's not. Oh, is that like a is that like a uh, basic bitch move to go to he's not? <laughs> it's like when you're 18 and you can get in under. That's when I went. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the perfect time to go. It's like when you give the ID of a guy and he's like 1963. Yeah, yeah checks out. Check yeah, yeah. On uh, yeah, they then, got the big cups and the low ceiling, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's a, it's a place, tight little yeah. spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good to be back, but also I don't even know where I was going to go with that. You go to timeout. Get you a cheddar chicken biscuit. Timeout move from where it used to be. So now it's corporate, so it's not as fun as it really used to the be. point of me asking you this was just to like <laughs> the point it's of me asking this man. was uh, for me to tell you that I know Carolina spots for Carolina Car- fans to be. Carborough is uh, a great place to go though if you're ever there. Okay. We, we, when we go, we'll go to Carborough. That's All where right. the Rowans are. We'll go to Milltown. Yeah. Our next tour that was that was going to happen a week ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our next live tour, we, we killed it. That will go on. All right. Uh, so Michigan State, Michigan. This was a weird game, um, and by weird I mean Michigan was. Playing very well. Uh, Brasdakis was killing, and then Brasdakis got in foul trouble. That's pretty much the story of the game for yes. me. Was that Brasdakis was the one guy? I mean, not the one guy, but Brasdakis was the guy for Michigan. He was the guy that had the juice on offense, could score. He was the one guy that wanted the ball and like I can go get us a bucket because we've talked about Michigan's offensive problems and and how they uh, are not exactly. Fluid. What happens when the hook doesn't fall? Yes, yes. yes. When, when Xavier Simpson took shot. Uh, so he gets in foul trouble, eventually fouls out of the game, still scored 20 points, um, but his his foul trouble ended up being the story of the game. Michigan fans think that there are some shitty calls. A couple of them are questionable. I'll give them that. Um, but I just wanted to, like, the point, my my takeaway from this, not just this game, but this whole season, Cassius Winston named Big Ten Player of the Year, probably going to be a first-team All-American, should be a first-team All-American, or it's wrong. It's wrong. Um, I really, really hope Michigan State... Uh, has a decent tournament run, not because I'm a Michigan State fan or anything like that, but if they lose in like the first round, they're not going to lose in the first round, probably. I don't know. When's the last I don't time? Know. Middle has, Tennessee State. I don't know. Has, has, mm. a, has a two seed Michigan State team ever lost in the first round? Has that ever happened? Mm. Uh, but I hope they make like the Sweet 16 Elite Eight or whatever because I I want people to uh, appreciate Cassius Winston's season. And I'm worried that like if they get bounced early, it'll be invalidated. But like what this guy has done, and I say this as a guy coming into the season, was not a huge Cassius Winston fan. You go back and listen to the podcast we did. Um, I liked him all right, but I my whole point was like, 
if Cassius Winston is your best player, you're in trouble. I kept I said that a bunch. We were the proponents of start Tum Tum Nairn and let Cassius play yeah. the two. So. Let Cassius play the two. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did say that last year. Um, yeah. I was I was uh I wasn't really critical of him. I was like, there's just something odd. I don't think he's as good as I, I I don't see him as a superstar. All that kind of stuff. I've eaten crow. He's been incredible this year. Um, and I I just hope that like history. We were talking about like whether we remember Big Ten players of the year, all that kind of stuff. I will remember Cassius Winston this season carrying this team. Langford goes down. Nick Ward's been out for a while. Michigan State does not have a ton of talent. They have really good players. They have really really good college players. Um, but none of those guys are playing in the NBA. They, uh, it's it's basically just Winston and and a bunch of like B minus B maybe Matt McQuaid's a B plus every so often Kenny Goins every so often dips his toes into the A minus waters um, it's just a bunch of those guys and they play well together they play Izzo ball they rebound they re, they out rebound in Michigan forty six to twenty in this game um, and I just hope that that people that were following this season people that look back on this season all that kind of stuff the Cassius Winston gets the praise and the 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 honors that he deserves and it's not like a invalidated just because they've run out of gas because he's been carrying the team all season and then they get to the NCAA tournament and they get upset. That's my that's all that's my uh that's my little stance here. And he's officially cash Winston. He's cash. He's cash. Yeah. And Xavier Tillman, sixth man of the year in the Big Ten, real big boost off the bench for them. We were laughing at the start of the year about what Nick Ward would mean to this team. And despite the injuries and everything, despite all the adversity that Izzo has been able to prop up to the world Michigan State's been able to find a way, and that's because, like you said, Cash Winston has sort of kept everything going and rolling, and they've had Aaron's and all these other guys come in and step up and make big plays. McQuaid, he'll dive on the floor. The more McQuaid that he falls was, on the floor in the court and jumps around and <laughs> I will slaps say, the floor and whatever. You want to talk about great. you want to talk about meaningless honors and it's wrong and and defensive team problems. Uh Charles Matthews was not a first team all defense Big Ten pick. And Matt McQuaid was. And I just want to say, I enjoy Matt McQuaid. I, Matt McQuaid is an excellent defender. Um, it's wrong. <laughs> it's <laughs> the Charles, Math- Charles Mathers is literally the best defender in the conference and did not make the top, uh, didn't even make the top five according to whoever the fuck votes on this stuff. It's like overacting, you know? Yeah. It's like you can tell like yeah. what he's doing because he's selling it so well. Right. It's like, this guy's trying really hard on defense, uh-huh. but he's not necessarily doing things that are at a level of Charles Matthews, but he is trying very hard, and we mm-hmm. can see that in his face. So therefore, first team. First team. And <laughs> congratulations, first team. Uh, anything else before we go? We got to hit on? John Morant's in the tourney. Yeah, John they Morant beat, made They beat yeah. Belmont. People are excited about that. I'm excited about that. Um yeah. You think they're going to stick him in Dayton? I really hope not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I haven't uh, paid attention to how what, what, what seed they're going to get. I think a lot of people are going to pick them to win because uh, they don't know anything about anything, and they think Murray State's Murray State's not that great of a team. But John Morant is that great. He's very very good. So, uh, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Shout out to Trey Young quickly. Great what, year. Uh, what, what made you think of that? Just shout outs and closeouts. Oh, okay. I mean, no, just, I mean, I was just thinking, yeah, John Morant, great point guard. Everyone wanted to talk about him. But Trey Young, it's I'm just so proud of what his year has become. Okay. John Collins, Trey Young. I saw Anthony Billis. I saw 94 feet, Anthony Billis. Yep. Uh, they actually, I didn't watch the game on TV, as you said, but they did a split screen when I rewatched it at home in the middle of the game. They did a 94 feet, like best of 94 feet in the middle of the game where they yeah, split they screen it. Yeah. What? Well, Wait, it, what? It was, like, Why? It's a it's a best of. All it's right, a, whatever. It's Anthony a, Billis does his ninety four feet. He says John dude, Collins the best bad? player he ever saw play. John the Baptist, shout out John the Baptist, shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. You think that's bad? They sh- the Michigan Michigan State game. They did a split screen of some student that had a waffle on his head. Oh, forever. Oh, For, yeah, yeah, we were at the darkroom watching mm-hmm. that, and the kid. I seen that kid. Yeah. yeah, and he was 
I, I, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to. I'm not going to be a he narc. He just looked like the worst. I'm dude not going to be a narc. <laughs> he just yeah. looked like a terrible person. He's yeah. always sad, too. Like, why, why is he like he a He may sad or may waffle? not have been under the influence of things, but uh, he may or may not be of age. As the wrong well, thing, so, yeah. said the Grand Canyon yeah. fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out. What do I have here? Uh, Carlton, our Banks? friends north of the border. Oh, nice. Our the Carlton neighbors. Ravens. Yes. Uh, they won another national championship. They beat my Calgary. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they beat my beloved Calgary Dinos. The Dinos were my favorite because I saw uh, early in the season our guy Jordan Henry, who came on the podcast over the summer when these Canadian teams, were, where Carlton was beating everybody, and we mm-hmm. had him discuss what the hell's going on up there. Um, he, he tweeted out like the top 10 rankings, and he, I saw Calgary Dinos, and I was laughing my ass off that they, like that's their nickname. And it's like a cartoon. It's like Barney the Dinosaur is like basically their... So uh, the Calgary Twitter account tweets at me. Uh, we DM. We have this whole thing set up, and they were going to send me a basketball jersey, a Dinos basketball jersey. With Titus on the back? I don't know. Calgary. Make it happen. Uh, I never got it. So... Um, they were my team, but I don't know. I'm 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 a free oh, agent right flux. now. I'm a, I'm a free agent. That's all I'm saying. Wow. I can be bought. Uh, Carlton though, Ryerson they, right now. They're Ryerson, to, they're trying yeah. to figure it out. McGill, Listen, McGill, make me an offer. Um, <laughs> Carlton won another national championship. They beat Calgary was ranked number two in the in the country. And um, yeah, Canada's a country. Uh, by 34, they beat them by 34 in the title game. Number one team beat, it's like UConn women shit. Uh, they have won 14 of the last 17 titles. They have won eight of the last nine. Calgary won it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to Carlton for, come come play come play in, in America. We should invite Carlton to the first four. That should be Dayton, should be really four should. Canadian teams. It could, the timeline works out. This is what, this is what Jordan said on when we had him mm-hmm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That the, the timeline matches up. Their, their season is over now. They have free time. Give them a couple weeks off. Let them be one of the first four and let's see what happens. Like Mar- it's wrong. Morant Mar- versus Carlton <laughs> yeah, is a great be, game. That's gonna be Dick Vitale. <laughs> yeah, that's his new team. Oh, Carlton! Oh, Carlton! God! Another national championship. Give these kids a chance. <laughs> uh, and I want to shout out uh, Daniel Musselman for uh, <laughs> we got another Eric Musselman. Uh, uh, the Nevada, the 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 must bust. They won the Mountain West again um, on on Saturday. They win the Mountain West. He takes his shirt off. Daniel Musselman has a marker on hand, draws three P on his chest. And then he <laughs> walks around. His wife is drawing three P on his, I don't know, man. I, God love Mus, but, um, I, I, uh, you're off the bus. I'm, I'm off the bus. I'm, I'm on the bus. bus. I don't know why you would be off the bus. I'm on the bus. I don't know, because it's, it's, I'm it's, on the bus. Is it about winning or is it about no, other well, stuff? It's partially it's about, about winning. Okay. I'm first, okay. I'm first in I'm line on the no, bus. No, no, no. It's about winning, dude. Because I'm off the bus because I thought he was getting the UCLA job. He's not winning enough. Like if if they if they lose in the who wants it? Who wants uh, it? I don't know, dude. He's not getting a real job. I'm worried about the guy. He's got a real job. Did he say no to UCLA? Huh? He didn't say no. He said no. Yeah, that's true. UCLA is not said no. That's a good point. Uh, quickly, Felicity Huffman just, tw- well, it's not just tweeted, but had tweeted, what are your best hacks for back to school season? <laughs> Kyle, respond, pay $500,000. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that is the show. It's conference tournament time. The next time you hear our voices, we'll be breaking down games that are happening all day, every day. If you are working, you are a sucker. You should be home, laying on your couch. Go get a vasectomy, fellas. And uh, <laughs> this is a real thing. They advertise vasectomies. This is the best time to get a vasectomy. And um, oh, that's right. Yeah, and then you <laughs> you put right. a T-bone steak on your nuts as you sit there and watch <laughs> 19-year-olds play each other in basketball. <laughs> and, and to the smooth sounds of Jim Nance. 
<laughs> Nothing better than that. It's a Hello, tradition unlike a tradition unlike any other. All right, that's the show. We love you guys. We'll see you on Friday. All right, before we go, I want to talk one more time about On Running, my favorite shoe running company in the world. On is taking the running scene by storm as the fastest growing running brand in the world based around the radical idea of zero gravity running. On's clean and minimalistic design, as well as its sole technology, gives you the sensation of running on clouds. Try a pair of Ons for yourself for 30 days and put them to the test. That means actually running in them before you decide to keep. I'm telling you, this is this is unprecedented, Tate. You can wear the shoe. This is a this is a runner's nightmare. Is buying shoes that you don't like and you're stuck with them. This happened to me before I found On. Uh, I, I hated the shoes I was using before this. I now have the Ons. I'm very excited about this. I will not be returning them. Go to on-running.com slash shining. That's on-running.com slash shining and get some on-running shoes. And again, thanks to Showtime. This show is sponsored by Billions on Showtime. This is the season where everything changes. Enemies become allies and allies become enemies. Starring Emmy Award winners Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis. Don't miss the new season of Billions. Sunday, March 17th at 9 p.m. only on Showtime. And if only Jim Cunningham had gone through with it and made it happen. Man, what if? He'd be a billionaire. What if? What if? We, we had an almost billionaire as a guest on this podcast. Unbelievable. Yeah, Tommy Halter. Ah! <laughs>